Hey everybody, welcome back to Carnival of Randomness, and as we're taping this, I have to say happy birthday, Ariel. Happy birthday, It'll be out the day after. Happy birthday. But we have, of course, our official second banana, Greg, is here drumming up some interesting conversation, I hope. Hi. I've been weed whacking today. I'm still vibrating, so just bear with me. So there we go. We have Susie with us. And thankfully, back from a hiatus that we all had is our very own dear friend, Rastavan. How you doing? Hey. And you were hey, saying How about you doing the, out there in uh, radio land. The problem yeah. while musicians, you had to be a drummer, so you had a total lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was young, uh, I seen my first jazz band at uh, number 20 school, and uh, I seen the band playing, and everybody was sitting down, but I got up out of my seat, and I was in a trance, and I walked up to the stage. And the teacher uh, uh, tried to make me sit down, but the dude said, no, leave him alone, leave him alone. And I just stood there and watched the drummer. And then from there, I knew I wanted to play drums. But there was a, uh, uh, what I didn't know about drums was how much uh, pieces I would have to carry. That's like uh, Fela is one of my favorite drummer. He had 20 wives. So like uh, he had enough wives to help carry all his drums. <laughs> <laughs> and you never keep, you never quit buying stuff. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Hey, look at this thing. Oh, I got a Cuban box. I got a, a rolling drum pad. Wow. Djembe. I got three, I got two bop kits, a Gretsch, a Pearl. Wow. I got, man, I could, a drum factory. What's your address? Uh, <laughs> when are you home? 30, uh, 777 <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I got like a, four, three or four sets, an acrylic set, and, and this, not too much hand percussion, bongos and things like that. But, yeah, you, you do amass a lot of stuff. Clamps and thing with bobs to clamp yeah. stuff. It's like a giant erector set. Because I never got one when I was a kid, so I got to put cymbals on top of cymbals. And, yep. yeah. wow. Do you switch around your gear in terms of what music you're going to play, or does it matter? Like in terms of you, uh, what yeah, you're going to use. certain snares, right? Yeah. Things like that. Small yeah. bass drums for small yeah. things. I got, big... I got a set. I got one of those. Um, Susie does play drums. I've seen hand it. Hand drums. I just played I have hers today. Djembe. I have, uh, I have a uh, cajon. You got some cajones? I got a cajon. You got a couple of them. Um, I'm down that cajon. <laughs> I got nothing to add to this part of the I got, conversation, I got obviously. Some of Greg's drums in my house. I have uh, yep. cymbals. I have. And uh, well, that, that's the other issue for all the rehearsal things that you do. I try to have a set for every rehearsal thing. So next thing you oh, know, yeah, when these band, if bands implode, then I'm like, oh great, now I got another set that's push, <laughs> I had to put in the house. I got, I got a, I got a set at a church. I got a set at my house. I got a set at another house. So exactly what you said, like uh, you, you want to keep sets so you don't have to keep moving right. and bringing them. So. You leave like the uh, the drums there and maybe take your heart where right, right. bring. You I know. think the goal for every drummer is to have one set in all fifty states. Yeah, yeah. Set up. <laughs> so exactly. They and just come down. Here lives. we go. Here we go. Except the and, District of Columbia. And here's yeah. A, yeah, which is not a state. That's right. Here's a, here's another thing. As a musician, musicians like to give other musicians gifts of music because we have so many guitars or drums or something. Oh. I have been bequeathed so many instruments that I just bequeath my good friend Levon Jones here, my wildcat today. So now he can play guitar. So I'll Ooh. do anything for you. Well, I'll do anything <laughs> for you. That was the version from uh, wow. guitarist uh, Tim uh, version, his song that he was singing to uh, my friend Amy. But uh, yeah, Sue, you really made my day because I was uh, looking at uh, the Gill. My uh, friend Miko, uh, he has yes. one in the band, so I was like thinking about going to Z Sound, which mm -hmm. is uh, I love Z Sound. Yeah, they're like, oh man, I love Z Sound. Like all this, all the equipment that I have is through Z Sound. I go through which, them and American Musical. Exactly, yep. which I don't have to pay cash. Right. This this is a commercial. Uh, you can pay twelve <laughs> payments or six payments or uh, four payments uh, if you qualify with Z Sound. So you don't have to wait for your, your gear. If you want to buy like a, a $2,000 or $1,200, it's $100, 12 payments. I never heard of that. Oh, man, yeah, Z That's Sound. That's where I get all my equipment uh, yeah. from. I have, hey, go go mention that you heard it on the show, and they'll give you the exact same price. Yeah, yeah or if they listen to the show, they'll probably charge you more. Yeah, just tell them <laughs> to mention uh, LeVon Jones sent you. And yeah, if I, you hear American Musical... Dot com. Tell them Susie Willpower sent you. Yeah, but uh, it's it's really good uh, because I was able huh. to get like uh, I bought a, a roll. I, I bought a Pioneer uh, a RDX uh, 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 board, which is like two thousand dollars, and I was able to pay it off in payments instead yeah, that's of good. have to pay. Yeah. So then I was able to get other equipment. So I have I have everything that I need musically, 
And I like I just bought a Cajun box from them last week for like uh, my little jazz sets that I don't want to take a set. I could just bang right. out or mic up and do uh, spearmint uh, sounds. But. I picked up a couple things from the CP percussion and I saw it mm-hmm. online. And so I, I got like some mallets and the rods. I got these really cool rods and they yeah. got them all different kinds. They got them for jazz and rock. And then I got this one set with the rods on one end and the mallets on the other. The oh, felt, those are nice. So I can do the cymbals things and all that. But I mean, they're really nice. And I got a, one of those, I don't know what you call it exactly. Like, you know, the ching ring thing you put on the hi-hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a version of that. And, but it's different. The the jingles are at an angle, so they don't lie flat, so that they're gonna move bit more. So it's got that curve. Like yeah, that. and it's yeah, really I've seen, cool I've seen sounding. Those. I've seen those. Uh, and uh, like it just as a percussion and as a drummer uh, uh, playing with Reverend Kingfish, he got me more into like being a percussionist, right. more so than being just being a drummer. Uh, like you know, really uh, the timing, and then also the sounds because all your sounds don't have to be so big. It's the little unique ones yeah. that's like I'm really getting into. I wonder if the box they used on the old Elvis records came from Zisa. This is actually it's just in creative people's blood that you have to keep pushing yourself to new frontiers Mm -hmm. in what you do. Okay, I know this music. I want to try this. I want to go outside my comfort zone. I want to try this. I want to try this. Oh yeah. yeah, I oh, never, yeah. I never thought I'd be playing rockabilly or a black guy playing rockabilly. Well, didn't you say that one of the comments you made before we started was once you learn jazz, it's all easy. Yeah. It's like I yeah. would take like courses in college. I would take the four hundred course first, and I would take the intro course. Oh yeah, definitely. Because then I wouldn't show up half the time, and I get an A doing nothing. Yeah, the jazz is uh, like uh, my professor told me, like, yo, you learn to play jazz, you can play anything because jazz is uh, also it's structured. People th- thought that it was just like. Uh, you're not doing, form, yeah, man. but it's man, it's 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 base. It has to have certain elements for it to be jazz, and then also too, you have a part where you have to express yourself, and that's where people with music have a problem of like you know expressing themselves. It's easy for someone to put something for you and say play this, but okay, you put, they tell you to play this, and then in this part of the song, I want you to play what you want to play, what you thinking, how are you feeling today? Play that. You know what? I have a great example. I I saw our good friend Drew. Herb Smith. I yeah. saw our good friend yeah, yeah. Herb Smith play a couple weeks ago. He does a song called Walking the Glen. He mm-hmm. likes to go walk in that glen. It's all nice, peaceful. He'd be chill and walking. But he says, okay, now listen. You're going to hear when the chipmunk scurries by. So yeah. he's playing, and all of a sudden, raise your hands when you were, you know. <laughs> it, I think in a lot of ways, like music, like a lot of it, like for jazz, classical, you're telling a story yeah. for people to follow, and mm-hmm. you're expressing yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, when you, I did, well, I just did a jazz gig over the weekend, and, you know, the guy goes, all right, we're going to trade fours later on this one. So I'm like, okay, now I, I start thinking, okay, now I got to get my thing. Okay, my four ones, trading four fours. for five, or yeah. what? Uh, that's that's no, I just trade four measures each. Like, this guy mm-hmm. does his four the bars, and then the drums, so, four yeah. bars by themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you try to do cool original. things, but you got to keep counting. Got so <laughs> that's, Chuck, it gets tricky. Chuck Berry. Yeah. So. Chuck Berry is the, I think, is the original rockabilly uh, artist. Wait a minute. Uh, I think Ike Turner. Uh, Ike Turner. Rocket. That was supposedly the first rock and roll album. And if you hear Ike's old stuff, that's yeah. birth of rock and roll. But uh, like going back to what he was saying, trading four, that's just like, okay, uh, like the bass player, is it's like solos for four measure, and then now the drummer so, solos for right. four. So that means trading. You trade back and mm-hmm. forth. Yeah, the... Mm-hmm. So you gotta be thinking on the spot and know counting the four and to be able to come back and then give it to him and he has to do the that's same thing. That's what I thing. find fascinating. Oh like, yeah, that's I just it's, it's love like the fight between. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's not a fight. I mean, you know, the communication. The dance, between, the dance you gotta between, be listening exactly. and you gotta or, be paying sure. attention because or if, the three or the seven or the nine or the eleven or the five or whatever number yeah. it is that you're throwing out there. Because oh. different than standard or classic music. Of the original music of classical music was done in four, and if you went out of that, you got your head chopped off. <laughs> well, I'm using the point of reference I've had of late was going to see Herb, and he did his first thing with his Freedom Trail. He stops it for the first song, and he goes, "You know, that was the best fucking time we've ever done." <laughs> hey, he was in like, the moment. You can see how proud it, he was. In the moment, he's like, "Oh, That's yes. what Jazz is always in the moment. I don't care, and it's always spontaneous." And, and uh, anything is out the box. Anything can happen. That's what they call it with jazz improv improvisation. It's improbable. It's like you're never gonna do the song the same right. way 
twice. It's always going to be uh, uh, this night. The, uh, the saxophone player might be feeling bluesy. He might be feeling excited. He may blow a totally, totally different. Just like uh, Coltrane would take solos and just do a solo for a half an hour. Just go on like rants. So it's just like, and you have to be ready. Like my bass player, he wants to be so in the uh, structure. He wants to practice. <laughs> he wants everything to be a certain kind of way, but then he don't understand that anything can happen. So you got to be prepared. Jazz is never, it's going to be like a structural. It's just That's like you the gotta, beauty of jazz. Too. I call it the moment. It's like you get those one moment. night where, okay, you have a gig, you're all pros. It's going to be a certain level. It's going to be good all the time. But then you get that one where there's a little magic where you see like the little wink at each other. Yeah. You know, Man, <laughs> we really. And, and we, you know, like in the moment, it's a good way to put it because a lot of times people overthink. And a lot of times you just gotta let it go. You just gotta, almost gotta not think. It's exactly. like just play, and and you'll be surprised what will come out. I mean, you'll be doing stuff like you'll you'll go, what the hell, Bruce wow, that Lee? That was great. Bruce <laughs> Lee, don't think, I feel. Just, you you just uh, we did telepathy. Yes, uh, we did. Uh, you, even in martial you arts, it. you don't look up and see the moon. Exactly. Bruce Lee's one of my idols. Yeah, like. I did when, from martial arts. Like my instructor told me, like if you think about it, your punch is gonna be slow. If I think, like, I'm going to punch, it's going to be slow. No, you have to reflex. You don't think about it. Just do it. You don't think about it. If you think about it, it takes time to go. But when you don't think about it, it just happens. Now, what about Robert Downey's Sherlock Holmes, where he maps the whole thing out in his head? But that's yeah. He goes. What happens is it's like he does how he's gonna punch a guy. He shows all the moves. But that's probably that's probably him instinct, but showing us. No, yeah, yeah, I know. But but I think that's a cool concept. That's all I'm saying. It's like it's a split second thing. But it's like he's going so fast. His mind is so like. And that's probably the synapses are going, and that's probably the way it's like. You know, you got mustard on Mm. your shirt. You were doing this. Yeah, right. (laughs) But so, Leah, what brought you to rockabilly? Oh man, uh, Miko Manny, uh, Miko Manny. I always uh, Stray Cats, Elvis, uh, Chuck Berry. Uh, back in the days, uh, I was born in Mississippi, so it was the blues. But like, uh, just the way how people, uh, I looked at it uh, in the sense of like you know uh, of the structure of it, the look of it, and everything, the cars, the hair, the jacket, all of it. Uh, from my punk days and, and from my musical day, but farthest wise, uh, like uh, me as a musician playing the music, I would say it would be Miko Manny, a uh, 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 gentleman who I met mm-hmm. at a Elvis uh, uh, tribute. And uh, uh, just the way he was dressed, the way his style, the way he danced was just really cool. So I'm like, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's do some music together. And then I found out what type of music he was doing was rockabilly. So it took me about like man, I say maybe a week to learn the uh, the train beat. Uh, um, I had I, I know from jazz the triplets, but then just to get comfortable to be able to uh, to move around the <laughs> kit uh, with a train beat, and then like after a month, it just uh, the church beat, the church beat that I learned to incorporate it, and then I interpret like the funk and the rockabilly. So we got songs where we switch from the two genres. So yeah, uh, well, is there a lot more structure to it a lot in that than jazz though, or not? Oh yeah, with the jazz, that's how I was able to like with the count because like now I'm constructing the songs, I'm putting the songs in formats where they were in uh, one format where they wasn't really structured. I'm providing uh, the rhythm, I'm providing the count of when it's coming around for the verses and for the hook, and also uh, helping the bass player be comfortable to like uh, certain blues riff. He's making it, he's overthinking it, uh, thinking where well, I'm telling him, like, you can play this cer- certain blues riff for all the songs and it'll, it'll work. So, yeah, you know. Isn't that sometimes complexity is just the enemy of things? Yeah, you just, yeah just when you have to, like, yo, from playing, just the bass player wants to be like the guitarist. He wants mm-hmm. to be in the end. He wants to, instead yeah. of sometimes holding. Sometimes like to say, have fun, too. Yeah. It, why are you playing if you're not having fun? That's Unless why you're I, a drummer like Greg, of course. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're too great. Well, I mean, there's country swing. There's a lot of different variations of that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Like, the, you listen to some of those old guys, man, the country swing stuff with the fiddles and all that stuff, and then you realize... Everybody thought, oh, these cornballs with their stupid hats. No, and, oh, no, but I'm just timing. saying, you know, yeah, yeah. it's no, changed no. a lot. See, that's why when he was saying what got me into rockability, that's how I looked at it. But I didn't know all along, like when I was young, hee-haw. 
Right. I was watching. Yeah. Oh yeah, we all yeah. watched. Yeah. The thing uh, is, I didn't even know like it's on those channels again now. Yeah. Buck Owens, all these guys. Roy, I, I, Roy, I, knew Roy. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Man, Buck Owens was yeah. on there. Yeah, and, awesome. And and one of the the real reason uh, why my little brother got in trouble because of the girls. Yeah. Uh-huh. My little my little brother was like, "Did you see the what?" And my mother's like, "What?" Yeah, oh, and my brother's like, the "He's a." <laughs> Oh, yeah, all the days, the farmer's daughters. And oh, stuff. man. So we were. The Trailer whole, romance right there. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole time you watching Hee Haw, but you're not, you're not looking at it like that. I like the jackass because I was a little kid. Oh, I like the donkey yeah. and stuff. Oh, man, so but funny. I just, I love the music. I just love the music. Uh, like, uh, how professional, how, like, yo, it just, how everything blended in. And, like, the beats. So, like, as a drummer, being a drummer, like, even if I didn't like the music, if I didn't know jazz, I knew. I knew when I wanted to be cool. I wanted to, when I was calling myself entertained, but I didn't. It took me, I had to go to college to learn to count and know that that was a triplet. Because I, I'm counting in fours. I'm a rock, funk, funk drummer, but I didn't know one, two, three, one, two, three, one, trip. I also two, think upright triplet. bass looks really cool for oh, rockabilly. I just love and, it. Now, and, Ryan Hurley's told me, yeah, try lugging it around. but <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then also, too, uh, the upright bass is, you don't even really need a drum because that's percussion, right, too. Right, right. So when you lock in with a, uh, with a upright bass, oh, man, I love playing with them. I don't even need a whole kit. I could, I just need a snare. I'll play the box. I'll play anything. I just want to lock in uh, with them and because they timing is I think really Susie can speak to this too. Thing too. Yeah, yeah. That, I think we that. have like a little mm-hmm. sub community of rock and, and that's from people. the jazz from the swing. Yes, yeah, uh, swing yeah. You know, we have a little sub community of rock. And I always say, what is this? The best of the fifties without the bad crap that happened yeah. in the fifties. Yeah. Yeah. You have yeah. the cars, the dress, everything else. We don't have any of the crap from back mm-hmm. then that we mm-hmm. had to go deal with. And you can always see them out. It's like I remember Todd Kratz one time before a high rise show. Just saw Todd yesterday. He sees a car go by. I go. I know what I know what show this is going to. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just saw Todd Todd play over at uh, Photo City Improv on Friday. I just saw Rockabilly Riot there a couple weeks yeah, ago. It was mm. great. And it's and great. you know uh, uh, awesome. Van Helen uh, 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 being from here, David Lee Roth. Uh, he was uh, like for the martial arts and like the showmanship. Right. He was really a uh, inspiration. I didn't even know he was from Rochester. What? Uh, at first. David Lee Roth? Yeah. When I, I knew he was from Indiana. I didn't know that he was from here. Yeah. Come on. How, 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 how long Sammy ago was he when he was a kid? Sammy Hagar lived. Yeah, yeah he uh, lived David here. Lee Roth. Uh, too. He? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I... I said to Don. Uh, well, you know, Ryan about... Adams lived here for a little while, I guess. And and some of the average white band uh, too, uh, uh, which is another uh, uh, band that I, I love. Those guys. Some oh of those guys gosh. from Prime Time Fun too, I guess. Oh man! I mean, <laughs> and then like yo, especially with them, with all the breaks and the changes. I mean, like yo, with the music today, it's just it goes monotone all right. the way through. But like back in the days when music was constructed. They had all these inter- 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 uh, stops and changes right. in different parts of the song where it built up and crescendo in, crescendo out and built up. Now none of that. It just it, it just the go. Same. There's more colors and yeah. Now it's it's like the, you know more the produced sounds are the maybe. Same I don't like know what. Yeah, because so, there's a lot of great artists on, but I think like if you go back, you're right. There was like the more changed. It's yeah, like, wow, where, where did this come from? Listen to this sound. Listen yeah. to it 20 times. Wait like a Hendrix, second, I didn't hear uh, that. Uh, Hendrix, uh, Return as a Mermaid. That's a prime example of like where you just going up and down and just these where you're creating this uh, with sound. So, the, uh, like, uh, and then like working uh, with the Moon Spinners now, uh, we uh, we have this uh, dynamics of like, uh, we're doing a lot of different stuff different with uh, with the rockabilly and with the funk and with music, and I feel that like uh, there's a chance for a lot of music musicians in this time to be able to pick up the mantle of like uh, like a lot of the uh, the greats back in the days because like they're not around, mm-hmm. and like uh, like you know a lot of people want to take their styles and run with it, but like yo, create your own. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a void now. It's, it's wide open. The frontier is wide open. And it is. I mean, you can always start off like Ray Bradbury said. You start with something you know, but then you make it your own. You do yeah. your own. 
Yeah, they took like even even like the stones taking uh, muddy water stones. Well, they always thought they were blue. The back yeah. of the day they can't, were all can't be satisfied. The yeah, can't be satisfied. But like yo, the way they did it, they took it and you know did it in their sub. I'm saying that's different. And then they branched off and did their own thing. They created their own. More uh, like hits. especially with Mick Taylor, it became more like rock. And then they got into country because Keith knew Graham Parsons. Yeah, but Susie, I mean, I think like anonymous willpower, you can hear every. John oh, in Yo, there, uh, uh, definitely, and uh, like uh, uh, I heard you drum before. Like I said, I really like uh, uh, your drumming. You're really in the Thank pocket. You. you don't overdo it. You're very aware. You listen to what's going on with the rest of the band. Oh, thanks, man. I seen you at the dinosaur, and I, uh, I think I seen you at um, what's the one place over on uh, Lake? Did Stutzen Street place or the woodshed? Not the woodshed. Oh uh, man, what's the, uh, I want to say? Uh, Right by the strip, the strip joint in this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this. Is. Uh, what's that? Is that Lake? Oh, that's Dewey. Dewey, Dewey. Dewey. Oh, oh Smoke Joe's. Smoking Smoke, Joe's. Smoking, yeah, yeah, I seen you at Smoking Joe's. But yeah, yeah. with oh, anonymous, oh, Lyle, yeah. with anonymous yeah. willpower, when we write songs or we listen to music, we ask everybody in the band. I literally sent a text out. Okay, what's your favorite song? Let's play it. Let's make it our own. And with Don and I, I'm I'm more of a punk, electronica type girl. Don is more of a blues, and jazz type of guy. And I'm I like more pop. He likes more um, New Orleans and stuff like New that. New Orleans, yeah. and so we no, just, never. <laughs> yeah, but, but I like but together, I like New so. Orleans also. But I like New Orleans punk. And so uh, we we put it together and. You know, Greg has been a part of Anonymous Willpower even before that. We were all in Velveteen Fox, and then Greg and I were in Earl Cramp. So Greg knows exactly what I'm thinking mm-hmm. all the time because we click right away. We know exactly. We try, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we do. I mean, it's do, a challenge to do write you, a Do you guys ever, uh, do you ever clash? Do you guys? Uh... Uh, well, not really. Oh, okay. Um, no. I mean, if somebody really thinks an idea is, isn't going to work, you know, we we at least try it. I mean, yeah. everybody gets the deference to, like, at least, can I just hear it? I Maybe mean, yeah. it's the show you me, know. okay, yeah. show me. Show yeah. me that it sucks. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because that's like with my band, like, uh, with the bass player, uh, like, uh, he thinks that people don't listen to him, and it's not that we don't listen to him. First of all, like, uh, it's the uh, Miko's band, so mm-hmm. he has to, uh, his song, if he wrote something... He had an idea of what his vision of what he wanted to hear. Uh, like I can, yeah. uh, like input is different. Like you know, but I really wouldn't want to come to nobody's band and try to change yeah. something See, that someone's. My, my personal belief on all that is like, okay, if I have an idea and it's really won't go away, I'll say, hey guys, I got an idea. I want to break here. Or, I'm more into that, the arrangement. Like thing. the Wendy so you want to break to get a prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and you know, but if I don't have any ideas or the song is just flowing yeah. along I don't say nothing I don't say anything just to say something right. I yeah. guess that's my point because I play, I play my, stuff that I didn't like uh, yeah. I play songs that I didn't like but I found a way to find a happy spot where I'm sure. happy right. where I'm going to make it so I'm good at it I'm going to like you it you see with Anonymous Willpower I don't consider it Don's and my band I consider it our band because we because when you when you have somebody who clicks with you why say that it's my band and you can't say it's your your band also? It's mm-hmm. our band, right. so therefore it's your band. You know. And I think like like a talk about like the people like exactly. some big bands who talk about royalties and some fights of it like what like Townsend would write the songs, but other bands would say, well, yeah, maybe I wrote it, but so and so on. He added this on his guitar. He added mm-hmm. this. We all oh, did. Yeah. we're a because band because that's that's yeah. what makes the song. And when I do when I do the. Um, copyrights, everybody gets a part of the song because I write it as anonymous willpower. I don't write it oh, as, yeah. as just Don and me. I write it as the whole entire band. Van Halen did that. They were smart. Yeah, they said, like, let's arguing have a, about, well, I did that lick. That's exactly what they and, said, and, you know, too. Yeah. That's why so Sammy good. made more money as a solo act because he got all the cash. Yeah. But here's a question I'll ask every musician in terms of, and I didn't ask you either, Leon, for this rockabilly if you're going to do covers, originals, mix, but in terms of covers, now, I've drawn the distinction a lot, Greg. You've heard me say this a lot of times. So, you're like a cover band. People are going to come in. They want to hear those songs as they're done. But if you have your original band and you're covering, like say you did like Nick Cave, like a song we have like Ship Song or something, 
Now, if a cover band, they'd want to hear it exactly. For a rather band, you have the great opportunity to take that song and make your own right. version Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Yeah, you can, you can, we can take certain songs and make them rockabilly. Right. We can take now, are you real, doing originals, covers, mix? Uh, we're doing, we doing originals and covers. That's great. Uh, like, uh, we're doing Jim Morrison. We're doing mm. uh, Spire Love. We, uh, but, um, we do um, both. Uh, uh, can't be satisfied. Uh, let me see. What's another? Uh, Johnny Cash. We got two Johnny Cash covers. So yeah. See, I think it's great that that's bit, that's more accepted now too. It's like, oh, you're just copying somebody's song. But you know what? The way you, rearranging songs is like, yeah. Like again, I I guess I I go back a lot on that Van Halen thing. But like when they did that Diver Down album, everybody's like, oh, they're running out of steam. They got all these covers, but they turned out to be big hits. And oh yeah, you know, dancing in the street. Give me a break. Come on, that's great. You know, that's oh, like, <laughs> I was so mad the one time these kids where I talked about pretty women. It's like I talked about Roy Orbison. It's like oh, they covered the Van. He covered the Van Halen <laughs> song. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's just more acceptable now. It's not. You know, a, you it's know, not a different a, age. You know, well, they don't. It's know. not a bad thing. Like, nah, well, nah. You know, it depends on on how we feel about it. Like some songs deserve to have the song sound exactly the way it was right. on. Like like when we do uh, the um, Ike and Tina Turner um, Nutbush. Nutbush City yeah. limits. Mm-hmm. I feel that it should sound the way it was originally intended yeah. to sound. Oh, yeah. too much wiggle room because, on that one. Yeah, exactly. Because it just is... How do you do better than that? Right? No. You can't oh, do better uh, what, than that. If anything else uh, you're going to do, it won't be that. No. It really. won't. But yeah. go like Watchtower where Dylan even said Hendrix, that's the version. Yeah, yeah, yeah You can. Yeah, ain't no, no other going to do. You know, or like, or like Baby, It's You, the Smith... Not the Smiths, but Smith's yeah. version of it mm-hmm. is the best oh, version yeah. of it. So we do their version of Baby It's You. Um, but we did our own version of... Um, are you ready? Blah, blah, blah. Ballroom Blitz. We do our own version of Ballroom Blitz, Blitz by <laughs> um, the the Sweet. Sweet. I mm. think of the Crocus one because I saw them in concert. Mm-hmm. But Levon, too, how many... Band, you said three now. What's like jazz, rockabilly, uh, jazz, uh, uh, rockabilly, and I'm playing uh, with Pete and Amanda, uh, the Amanda Tones. Oh, I love them. Uh, they uh, love me as a drummer. Blue uh, uh, Want. Yeah, hey, maybe Greg. <laughs> I, I love. Hey, but like yo, I love uh, Pete. Pete has some awesome licks, and like uh, yeah, just to be able to be playing off of him, and like my grandfather would be uh, proud of me. Because my grandfather was from Mississippi and was a blues musician, so nice. I know he's like smiling at me uh, to see me uh, playing with uh, uh, Your Pete and Amanda. Are good people. So yeah, definitely. And I'm playing with um, uh, Serendipity, uh, a jazz band. It's Mercury. Tracy Ecker. She's a jazz guitarist, and I'm working with her, uh, sitting and playing drums with uh, her and her husband. Awesome. Yeah, and it's 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 I I love it because it reminds me of college, like a small band room because like we have to sit and like she's learning about vamping and learning about uh, trading fours right. and solo because at first we didn't have a bass play, player but she still was trying to solo and everything but I got my bass player to come in and now he's joined the band and now everybody's just so. I'm getting kudos because I didn't run a, a it's bass player. It's so great player. that we cross pollinate right. in yeah. this community. Yeah. We don't like, you know, we don't like rival people. We just oh, go man. Yo. But you are a true Renaissance man. We have to talk about your other project that was done. Yes, and I've do. watched the movie. And just to refresh, if you want to tell the quick story, I've watched the movie. I can tell you could tell it better. Obviously. Oh, okay. Um, Greg, you. I don't know if you've heard this before. So I listen intently. You're especially uh, are you familiar with the Changing Scene Restaurant or the Federal Plaza? Yeah. Well, at nine years old, I won a contest at number 20 school. Uh, I designed uh, the building. Uh, it was my design. Uh, I won a contest. I put the hamburger on top of the building, made the elevator go up to the hamburger in 1973, and I won. Wow. 
And uh, back 1973, everything was hamburger. Uh, like, you know, you take your girl out, hamburger. Right, right. Uh, the, uh, Burger King, uh, Carol's. McDonald's. Carol's. Yeah. In your movie, I, that's, we used to yeah. take my dog there. Do you the remember Carol's? Yeah, we used to take, oh, yeah. my dad would take the dog there to get a Carol burger after the vet. Oh, they were and I love this, yeah. is not, this is an and, endorsement how good it was. Exactly. In the glasses. Yeah, uh, it was and, on Ridge. Yeah. And, and the one that we, uh, that we went to was on West Main. It was right on West Main uh, in front of Bull's Head plaza so uh uh like um and um the thing about it was uh i was nine years old and when i won the contest uh like uh i didn't have no idea what what what, how would that change my life what was going on what happened in the background and like how it would affect me and how it would come back uh like maybe 30 years later and bite a lot of people in 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 the pants because a lot of people never thought that I would come back and be uh, like uh, claiming uh, what is uh, rightfully mine. So and um and since the last time that we was here, uh, like uh, uh, I found out a lot more information that I didn't even know. As far as wise, like the uh, the person who's claiming to be the architect didn't even have architect license uh, in uh, 1976. They got the architect license in 1977, Corgan Ballister and Leaper. That's who, when you Google, you'll see Corgan Ballister and Leaper, but there's no uh, 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 Leaper. They're just Corgan and Ballister. And I also found out uh, who Ballister was. He was a Navy uh, a vet from Rochester who uh, took architect. And uh, uh, also uh, he claimed uh, part of like uh, architectural uh, right for the design. So where did it, how did it end up in their hands if it, from the school? From the school, city school district. Robert Shue uh, to uh, uh, the first owner of the first federal. Those sons of the movie guns. will explain <laughs> it, though. I mean, you could, oh. The movie's like a half hour long. I, you can watch yeah, it. I'll, I'll, and you got a ribbon out of it or something? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Actually, uh, uh, I got a trip to Burger King, <laughs> to Midtown Plaza. The grand opening... Of uh, 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 Midtown Plaza, okay. Burger King. You remember Midtown Plaza? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. I, I was over there. Yeah, almost. I was the first one to eat yeah. there at Burger King. Oh wow, that, that was my prize. For, that uh, would building. almost that would remind me almost of the Laverne and Shirley thing for the, like the Let's Make a Deal ripoff where they give Lenny and Squiggy the giant baloney. <laughs> 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 but who the heck played that secretary in your movie there? <laughs> Uh, that was my uh, a good friend Susie and very here. talented Susie Willpower. Why, hello yeah. there. How are you? And she did such a good job. And and, and, and through the movie, you're going to see a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I uh, love That's the thing about local filmmaking is like the stuff I've been involved with. It's great seeing your like, friends or look for my cameo. Yeah. Or, you weren't in it, were you, Greg? No. There was a homeless guy on the street I thought was you. <laughs> no. <laughs> We'll drum for a banana or a Burger King. But I would be, I would love to do anything like that. And and uh, uh like with this building, uh, like uh, it had like a lot of problems. Uh, first federal proof found public records that uh that Christine Aguilero uh was an attorney who got disbarred uh for honest, uh for dishonestly falsifying records. Wow. So this it's been like a lot of. of uh, like uh, a lot of uh, deceit, a lot of things went on uh, uh, with them to to hide the fact that I designed the building. Even even to right now, that uh, the address that uh, that they're paying taxes at is not the address of the building. They're paying taxes at another address. Huh. It's like Sin City, for goodness sake. It's like yeah. it's like the Leonard it's Cohen crazy, thing yeah. about everybody knows the rich stay rich, the poor stay poor. I actually ate up there in high school, I think, I, before, yeah, every, it, before it faded away. And people don't realize, like, anybody who's like, well, this is like, you know, there's no way. Who do you think they're going to steal from? They're going to steal from people they can steal right. from. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody's, like, loaded with cash or can fight, yeah. you think they're going to do it? No. They're going to look around and, like, watch, like, some of the big lawsuits out there for, like, some famous directors or anything else. Who do they steal from? Somebody they know doesn't have the resources and they, yeah. they have all the connections. Even I remember, like, a costume contest I was in in grade school. I thought mine was better. It turned out the person who won with a crappy costume. Those were the people who were judging <laughs> with the parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's always who do you know and everything else. It is. Yeah, uh, uh, like I say, oh, they, they never they never, they never never looked uh, for me to be able 
to come back and to face them. Uh, uh, like mm-hmm. they thought I would be trying to get my money to get uh, expensive lawyers to try to attack them. But I made a claim myself. Uh, I wrote my own claim. I have a claim against city school district, uh, a lawsuit against them that I, uh, I did myself. Uh, that I, I wrote, and uh, when I addressed them, I sent them a letter uh, telling them of, of what had happened of, of the intellectual theft. And when I sent the letter, uh, they when they responded to the letter, they had told me the statutory limitation was done, but they didn't understand that. When I sent them the letter, it just had started. Because like everybody out there in Radio Land, the crime doesn't start until the crime is reported. The crime doesn't start when it happen, happens because it would be too easy for the corporates to hide out right. for the time that uh, 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 the expectation, the time to run out. So it doesn't start to like the crime is reported. So when I wrote them the letter, that's when it started. So I rebuttaled that right there. So. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they told me, uh, uh, due to the untimely, that I didn't have a case. Case. They never said that I didn't do it. So then I rebutted the letter and wrote back, uh, stated just what I stated. The crime doesn't start to is reported. And the statutory limitation uh, uh, is uh, only when the crime is reported, not when the crime happens. And then also, um, uh, the letter, when I wrote back that letter, they never rebutted. And I would think, too, you'd have to get it said, like, out of the city. Because there's too many connections. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, because it would be like, okay, oh, you know, we just had lunch with a judge or something. Yeah, oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Or with a lawyer. Because like, uh, if, if I let a lawyer handle my case, it's not going to be my case. It'll be the lawyer's case, and he can sell me up. Uh, That's a question. That, like, this is in terms of all you musicians in this. What would that feeling be like, like Susie and Greg, to like, suppose you turned on like some video, some just some star... And it's like, wait a second, that's our song. And like, you know, Levon, when you saw this, you had to probably step back and go, wait a second. No, see, the thing about it, it wasn't, it wasn't a question of like, uh, they stole it. It was a contest, and, uh, and just like in the movie. It tells you. I saw in the, yeah, yeah. the movie you're doing your drawing. The teacher, the the teacher th- makes an announcement. She says that uh, this is a contest for a building and restaurant. The best design will be used for the building and restaurant. So, what makes me uh, that like you uh, like uh, it's all there? Uh, uh, like uh, uh, how how do I know? Uh, how do I prove that I did it? Because what? Who can tell you how the circle got to the top? Who 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 who, who said that I did this? Has anybody come forth and say I am the one who did this magnificent uh, work? Do you know that it was? Uh, there's another gentleman who uh, tried to take the design and build it in Iran. Huh. Yeah. yeah, he tried to take the same design and go to Iran and build the other uh, building, the tallest building in Iran. There's probably one in Dubai, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I don't know what I would do. Uh, Susie, I don't know. I mean, I suppose that once you, you are copyrighted, I mean, once you copyright something, and if you have the forms and stuff, I mean, if you have dates... And you can prove that you wrote it first. I mean, then you can go from there. Then they have to give me money because yeah. it's copywritten. Then you have to go from there. I mean, then they did it without a license or something like that. Yeah, and it's a but people, fight, but know? people will take a chance though because they figured they, they figured like, yo, uh, I'm gonna make so much money off it. So, yo, just just come, come, come. Yeah, yeah, do what you gotta do. This guy, Michael J. DeAngelis, he was given credit for the uh, design first Federal Plaza. In uh, D.C., August 16 of 1975, uh, Clifford J. Uh, Corgan received his architectural license on 11-25-1977. That's Corgan. He's saying that he is the architect of the building, and the building was done in 1976. So right there, if they want to go to court, they don't want to go to court. Yeah. Watch this movie, too. You, you can find, <laughs> What's I it watched called? It. It's no, it's called, on, he's, it's I, called I, I Tell him, where can we find this? I know you sent it me from YouTube. Uh, actually, uh, the movie is not out because it's uh, it's part of my case, and it's going to be in uh, oh, okay. it's going to be in uh, 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 going to the film Watch festival. Watch the movie when it's out. Film festival, no, no, no. But anybody that's listening that wants a private showing, they can go to Rastavan, uh, a YouTube channel, and put in Final Cut. Okay. That's Rastavan, YouTube channel, and then put in uh, Final Cut. 
and then you can watch. They the better film. not mess with you. They better not be that Pink Floyd album that comes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and, like, uh, hey, I'll tell you then, roster. What? Oh the yeah, heck? they got you. You you can't steal this because like uh, you steal the ideal that you uh, the ideal that somebody stole from the ideal. Right, right. Somebody. Let's just stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> the thing right there is, what is the difference in terms of like for making movies compared to making music? I think it's uh, a lot slower process because oh, I done yo, film. Uh, I remember the shot with the dessert out. one oh. time. We shot one yeah. set shot Go. for four hours. Okay, with the, with the music, it's more easier to think something and make it happen. But in film, to think something and try to make it happen and think it's going to be as easy as you thought it, it's totally different. Right. A two-minute scene could be so, oh. from every angle and from, from how you had to shoot it, uh, a scene that you uh, that's just three minutes could take you weeks. One shot months. in a restaurant yeah. took us over four hours. And then you have to make sure the plates, if you can't yeah. eat anything. Nothing cause... can be moved, everything. Especially, I, I shot a scene from my first movie, Judgment Night. It was a scene of uh, Mr. Uh, Taylor taking a bus from his house to downtown. What what he did every day, uh, he'd go from his house with his saxophone and go downtown and play. I shot that. I thought about. I wanted that scene in the movie. I had to uh, shoot him coming out the house. I had to shoot the door coming open. I had to shoot the camera behind him walking to right. the bus stop. I had to shoot him getting on the bus. I had to shoot uh, me on the bus and him coming on the bus. I had to get on the bus and shoot him sitting on the bus. I had to uh, get outside of the bus and drive the car and shoot the bus as the bus going down the street. I had to park the car farther down the street and shoot the bus. I had to get behind the car. I had to go downtown and shoot. So this took me like maybe almost... Three months to just to shoot. We had the you gotta one, make it look like one shot. After we had the yeah. one I call it the Leaning Tower of Lemon <laughs> Meringue thing. We were shooting in a restaurant. There was this little lemon dessert, and we were watching. We shot. We noticed in the cut it was leaning. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I'm, not everybody's going to see it, but it's be almost like Susie or Greg would be like, okay, like in terms of film, if you were doing a concert like a film, you'd cut the first song, go back, everybody come and play it again and play it again. Right. But are you doing anything else now? I mean, you are all around uh, town as always. Like I say, I'm uh, I'm I'm in uh, three different bands. I'm, I'm working with uh, Susie on an electronic uh, album that she's working mm-hmm. on. Uh, I'm picking up guitar. I'm studying guitar, a language. And uh, like I say, I'm getting ready. For like uh, this is uh, the moment of my life. I'm going uh, uh, to court next month for my uh, case. Can't wait. Uh, for the you'll building. have to come back and tell us. I mean, oh. you're always full of stuff. Oh you're yeah. Doing. You oh yeah. Definitely. A uh, definitely that because that right there, like you know, I'm just like I'm trying to visualize how it's gonna be, what's gonna happen. But like all I know that I done, I done the work, I done the paperwork, I done everything, uh, prepare. It's nothing that I have to do. And I do. think, too, you're on the right side. I mean, what would you do you know, if you, I mean, if, if you were to win, would you change the use of the building or anything like that? Or would uh, you have a say? Let's have a concert out uh, there if you would. I'm going to live in the top of it, and then the rest of it, I'm just going to, uh, all the businesses, I'll let them stay there. Uh, after a while, everybody's good, and then, like, I'll take a floor and cut some out for musicians. But otherwise than that, I'll just let the building, like, you know, let it run. Right. Right. I don't. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, like I say, uh, 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 with with my money, I'm about to invest in film. Uh, uh, like I say, I don't. I was doing my thing before this even happened. Like I say, money is not. It's not really been the issue. Uh, uh, like I say, uh, just for that's part of my legacy. It's just like they try to like erase me. They try to make me disappear. Right. And like they took advantage of a, a nine year old child. And I don't think that. Uh, that anybody that stands around and think that that's okay, yeah. uh, like no, you know, it's not. Right, right. and like the thing about I said it when I was nine years old, it's just like what kept me going was that like I said one day, I told myself as a child that like yo you'll be a man one day and I'm gonna come back and avenge you for what you could do at nine years old. So you see the film. Yeah, not just saying, ah, screw it. Yeah, or forget about it like my mother told me. That's why things don't change, though, because people don't don't take a stand on things. I have so many people tell me, oh, man, that happened so many times. But I'm like, yo, but me, it's different. Because I feel that, like, yo, someone, someone... uh, like did me wrong and like I don't do people wrong and I feel if somebody done me wrong that like I have to do something about it mm-hmm. it's the injustice that has been done and I have to do something to make it right so I'm not like the other people that like you know I hear uh, people oh this has been happening since the beginning of time just like I talk about it in the film I, I talk about all of that 
uh, for other people who don't step step up for uh, invention. I'm trying to be like my my therapist told me. She said you're gonna be uh, people will be able to learn from what happened to, uh, to you because you're gonna set you're setting an example. Then you get that one kid. I would love like many years from now, some kid comes up and said, you know, I was gonna give up, but you yeah. really encouraged right, right. me. Thanks. Man. Oh man, because like I almost like yo uh, to the point where I was always running. I was always running from that. I didn't want to deal with it. I was going to New York. I was going to England. I was going to California. You're going to start seeing that building pop up all yeah, over and you I go. just don't want to see no round building. I don't want to see that building. I'm tired of seeing yeah. that building. It's an eyesore. Every time I tell somebody, they look at me like I'm crazy. I, I saw like the one place when I was in one building. I look across like, wait, that's Ross's building. Yeah, right that's there. the skyline. Like, yo, I, like my, I, I'm a, I, I put my witch call on the skyline. And this was in 1973. Because like, uh, back then, uh, like Jimmy JJ Walker, Good Times. Mm-hmm. Who remembers Good Times? Right. What, what was it? What was Jimmy JJ Walker? What was he? I don't mind. But what was it? What was he? He was I don't know. He was the no, son. What, what no, was what he? was he? What, what did he? What did he say he was? What did he do? He was Dino Mike. No, what was he in the show? What did he do? He was somebody's kid. Go on, tell me. I just want you. Come on. <laughs> when I the show when, when the show starts off, what do you see? That cover. You remember the cover? Oh, what was he? Was oh. an artist? An artist. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, remember, he is. Now I get. Now I remember. You remember he was a painter. J.J. Yeah. J. Evans, the painter. You remember with the hat and paint? Yeah. Oh, because oh, yeah, I watched I it out of order. That. And you remember, you remember when it came on? You remember that cover? That was yeah. from the Marvin Gaye yeah. album. Yeah. Remember that Marvin yeah. Gaye album where you see the people dancing and mm-hmm. all the paintings? Yeah. That's what used to come on every time good times. So okay. if you go back. I own it so I can go watch the Yeah, Jimmy, J.J., what's called? He didn't work. He was an artist, mm-hmm. a kid dynamite. So that was my inspiration when I was young. Ah, somebody I uh, cool. I seen yeah. somebody who was black, somebody that liked what I like, an artist. I was an artist. He was I my knew, inspiration too, man. Yeah, really from was. day from nine years old, and the Jetsons. The Jetsons mm-hmm. was another oh, one, right. the futuristic. So when I seen, I am disappointed how the car was, we're not there at this age, though. I know. I. I Look I want down, my flying yo, my car. building, my building. I want my flying car. My building. Though, I, put, my flying I put us car. there. I put us there because also uh, the thing you, you notice how when he used to come in the house, he come up that tube and he lands right, right in the house. So that was the the elevator going right up to the hamburger. Right. Yeah. That was the whole. Yeah. So those yeah. was the things that was playing in my head when the uh, when I when I created it because it was the Most High. It was the divine that gave me that. That's why they cannot take something that was given to me by the Most High. They got to give it back. It's karma. It's karma season. That's where we are. I always now. say long term. Yeah. They play out, but it's always great having you on. Hope you'll come back. You oh, are yeah. you are a renaissance man. Oh man, stuff um, you do. Uh, uh, Andy. Uh, I, I thank you guys for having me uh, here. And uh, uh, like I say, uh, 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 me and Susie. Uh, yeah, Since, well, tell us all you're doing in the future to look for you. We should do a show you. together with you guys and us and our band. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Well, you don't need you. He's oh, a better drummer. <laughs> uh, uh, I think uh, we, we got a show. I'll come here, then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, nah, you know this I got guy, a pick on you. I no, love you. This guy's a great drummer. Uh, uh, we got a show coming at Photo City. They're still looking for other bands to put on the bill, so... Uh, I'll talk to Miko because he got control of like who they're gonna have on okay. the bill. Yeah, make sure you put that stuff out there. Too, oh yeah, now it's all coming back. And you too. What are you doing, Susie? Greg? Uh well, we're mm. playing. We're I know we're playing. We get, are playing the twenty fourth uh, of. I have that just on my calendar. July at uh, House of Guitars and. Oh, I square. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. One one o'clock to three o'clock. Yeah, and then we're playing August fifteenth. Yes. Sunday at Smoke and Joe's. Joe's. Oh, excellent! And then we're playing Ju- August. I'm sorry, September 24th at Lux. Ooh, Lux back, huh? Yeah, and we're playing in August sometime, sometime aren't we? And we're playing in August. We'll get it up. Yeah, the 15th. Oh, yeah. August one. 15th. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I know our own Adriana Noon is playing at Abilene on the 19th. Check it out if you haven't seen her. She's actually pretty good. She's. Really good. She's, She's very not good. pretty good. Yeah. She is really good. I'm trying to be humble. <laughs> Don't be humble. Adriana, you're amazing. Don't listen to Ross. Dynamite! She you're doesn't listen dynamite. to me anyway, so don't worry about it. And Ross, if we could find your stuff all over, look for it, you know, play it, find him everywhere. He's everywhere in the city. You might just walk by okay. and you'll see him um, say hi. I'm at uh, uh, Felix uh, Fest, uh, June 19, uh, 2021. Uh, I'm uh, there with a band. Uh, with, I'm with Dope Planet, uh, Captain uh, Lero Rulens, 
Um, my band, the Moon Spinners, uh, Turkey Blaster, uh, be there. Is that a Juneteenth thing or just a, just a, an event? Uh, it's going to be an event, like at a private location that will be given out um, uh, uh, the 19th. And uh, like, uh, if you hit me on Rastavon, uh, Levon Jones on Facebook, uh, I'll, I'll be able to give you the location. Okay. Because it'll be a. But that's Juneteenth. Look. I was just wondering. If yeah, June nineteenth. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Juneteenth. Hey. And uh, we'll, I've known what that is for years, just because I read a book called Juneteenth. Otherwise, I would yeah. not have known. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's very and, important uh, day. So uh, that's and, why they kept it quiet. I know. <laughs> Horrible people. Mm-hmm. So I want to say one quick thing. Going back to all we were talking about the swing and all that stuff. You can have the last word. Well, then I. Well, I will. But you can. <laughs> the before final that. word. No. <laughs> no. I, just, <laughs> No, like you gotta be pretty I, special to get the far. <laughs> yeah, not with the. I got heavyweights here, so I gotta talk louder and faster. <laughs> no, I I'm big on like I love watching old westerns, and I watch not so much all those country all those songs that those cowboys do in those movies. They just squeeze them in. There's no rhyme or reason for them, but they just. But if you watch the Roy Rogers ones, and he's always got the Sons of the Pioneers on there. And if you mm. listen to that stuff and those, those the harmonies that those guys come up with, mm-hmm. just l- go and listen to a couple of those things. Because I watch those movies, and it's like, holy crap, man. These guys are just like, you know, and it's obviously they do it in a studio and then they, you know, mime it. But it's like, it's just so cool. It's just, there's so much going on. And it's just, you know, that's that country swing, and, and that's just all with stringed instruments. There's yeah. no drumming. And on that, we have no, a plot yeah. for another show. You want to say one more thing, Susie? Yeah. Look at an, a whale's blowhole. It's really just a big, giant nose. That's all I wanted to say. And I guess <laughs> dork was a whale's wiener. That's where that term comes from. <laughs> but I'm going to leave you. If you I want to hear Levi, now. you want to hear Rasta, go check him out. His stuff's all over. But we're going to end this with a rockabilly song. Okay, it's, a, it's more of a surf song, <laughs> but I'm lying. But we had our young Chaz Lockwood on. <laughs> We've been, we're going to have him coming up soon, and then him and Stan Merrill are going to come back. But this is one of his songs with uh, Cousin L and the New Generation, and we think it's perfect for the summer. It's Love called Surfing on, Surfing on the Barge Canal. Cousin L. And thanks a lot. Yeah. See, thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. All right. And now we're going to do Surfing on the Barge Canal. <laughs>